welcome to the Unlabeling Effect, where three distinctive women daringly dive into some taboos with the intention to normalize the uncomfortable yet vital conversations. We are ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery with comrades like you. Let's commence on this week's episode on Is Love at First Sight Real? In a world where dating often requires a lot of work that comes with disappointment, rejection and uncertainties, the idea of falling in love at first sight is just too good to be true. Do you think that it really exists though? Is it just pure lust or a strong initial attraction which will fade shortly? I cannot wait to start this conversation with you girls. Without further ado, let's dive right in. I'm your host Rita and with me here today are Melody and Vivian. Hi, girls. Hello. Hi. To start off, what is love at first sight to you? Is it the potential of getting into marriage, falling in love, or just a very strong sense of liking? My answer to this is rather simple. I think it's mainly physical attraction for me. Personally, don't think I believe in love at first sight, but I do think that strong attraction when you see someone is something special. Mm. If we talk about love at first sight, love, this word, is the major one. So what constitutes love? If you think this is not going to happen in the first sight? I think love is a lot deeper. It includes a lot of um, acceptance, a lot of caring, a lot of deeper connection. It's not just physical attraction to me. And it takes so much time to understand how the other person operates and how they're wired in order to love the whole of them. So I guess my perception is quite similar to Mel. It's always about something that you like. And maybe, for example, for me, I love like intellectual stimulations. If he's talking about his line of work and I feel like I'm learning so much, if that person taps into my quote unquote my type, then it's very easy for me to have this strong sense of curiosity to know that person more. But it is definitely not love. Wait, so your sense of curiosity or somebody who has the ability to stimulate your sense of curiosity is like a physical cue for you. But it's one of the contributing factors to potentially growing that love for him. I guess so. I I think the love at first sight is the strong urge to keep seeing him or Mm. asking him more, knowing him more instead of, you know, I love you (laughs) Mm. (laughs) from the get go. (laughs) I do actually resonate with what Viv said is the urge of really want to see that person or really want to hang out with him again like Mm. as soon as possible that is something that you can't hide and that is that is like a feeling that you know is undeniably that you are very attracted to that person and I guess sometimes there might be a confusion that oh I really I love that guy or you know that you're falling in love with this guy. Uh, But actually, I think most of the time, time will prove things. And you know that that's just like the very initial interest, like a strong Mm. interest that you have in that person. Mm. What's your view, Risha? I think we're exactly the same. Seeing someone at the first encounter wouldn't just allow us to fall in love right away because you don't mm-hmm. quite know that person. So I, I do agree it's just a very strong sense of um, physical attraction or something mm-hmm. about that person mm-hmm. that you want to know him more. 
But um, to complicate things a bit more, in this digital era, it's a bit hard to have love at first sight because you already have the encounter and interactions with that person online through text or phone calls before physically meeting that person. Do you think love at first sight could happen online? A lot of people have certain types, right? Like if I like a tall guy, or a short guy, or I like a, a gym rat, or you know, there's always a type that caters to your personal taste because of your past experience and your upbringing. But I'm so aware that that doesn't say anything about your compatibility or that person. Like he might be uh, like a stalker or a creeper, or whatnot. So I guess no, but. At the same time, it's very, um, it's a very interesting question because I'm like thinking in my head, like, have I ever felt so strongly about someone just by their picture? And the answer is yes. Mm. But then when I meet them in person, it's very different. And it doesn't matter like how long you guys texted before you meet up for the first time. Like these kind of encounters kind of remind me how inaccurate our sensors are sometimes and how how much expectation you build up in your head. And then, yeah, so I, I guess my answer is no. Mm. How about you, Rita? You brought up a very interesting point that the online encounter would actually build up your expectation. So do you think that feeling the sense of electric love at first sight is harder in physical world now because people already have the buildup of expectation through the interactions in online world. And because there could be a bit of discrepancy between the reality and your expectation in head. Not sure, because I feel like people virtually could sometimes pretend or act slightly differently that you might not be able to understand or see straight away versus uh in reality, mm. I don't think it's um it's a harder or easier thing. It's just very different. It only makes sense because how we communicate online and offline, it is different. So it's almost unrealistic for people to have an expectation of what that person is like. So sometimes through online interaction, you kind of spot some characteristics of that person. And then when you meet them in real life, you find those characteristics are false or they don't really show or they show another really strong ones. So it's not harder or easier. They're just very different. And maybe, you know what, like maybe you find their physical version of them more um, attractive. Any examples of like demonstrating that some characteristics online that actually came to realization that is actually false. Like I just, I just wonder if there's any context or examples. Um, so there's this person, he's a workaholic. So he basically works around the clock and whatnot, but every time I see him or every time I interact him online, like it's, it's nice, it's, it's fun. It's interactive. Um, the banter is good and we build rapport and even like the first few dates, I would say. Um, however, there was one time where I went to his place and he was working and then he, he just showed like a different side of him. I was in shock. He, he has this really serious face and you know me, like when I greet someone, I like to give them a warm hug and said, hi, like, how are you? And I just felt like that energy was like clashed and it wasn't being reciprocated. 
But it's it's not an online offline thing. I think it can happen to any anyone whether you meet them like in a bar or or um, online. So, um, but the, there are so many times, almost every single time I have like a first date, like physically or online, they turn out to be very different from what I imagine them to be. For example, if I just know Rita for two, three months. And then through all those, for example, movies and rock climbing activities, I kind of have this image of Rita built up, but then that image keeps updating, right? Every single time I I spend time with her. So I think that's the reason why love at first sight is so unrealistic. I think this episode is very interesting. It's the duration of the fondness and whether um, you want to um, continue that because I do have a few people where you know, when you interact them and then you feel so strongly about them, but you're like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to continue seeing you or I don't feel like we're vibing, but I'm attracted to them like strongly. Um, so that's interesting. Like, ha- has it happened to you? Before I answer this though, I do feel like when Viv said, um, your imagination kind of just didn't align with those people's um, behavior. So it's almost like there's mm-hmm. a problem that how that person gave you an image, but then it wasn't a full picture of who they are. And that's why there was like a misalignment of their behavior versus what you expected. Because they might have set certain expectations in your mind, mm-hmm. or it is mm-hmm. more that you've actually set certain expectations in your mind because you wanted to have certain qualities in that person it's a key part of a relationship where people actually have to explore the I guess all the characters or personality of one person because a different setting that different mood that person might demonstrate different um personality or 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 behavior right Mm, so there are actually so many challenges or there are so many encounters that you would have to go through that person before you can say okay I kind of like this person now and then you move on from like to love Mm. so realistically speaking Mm. I think love at first sight is so hard I'm not saying that's impossible but my brain is not wired that way Mm, same yeah I have certainly encountered someone that I had a great deal of physical attraction, but then slowly you re- I realized that his values, they were very different to mine. So you just know in the long run, like there's no way that this relationship could go anywhere, you know? So I guess it was a mix of disappointment, but also I felt quite lucky that I realized quite early on because otherwise I would have just let myself, you know, fall into that deeper connection and then would be harder to actually get out as melody said love you have to love the good side and also the bad side but the bad side they wouldn't let you know until you encounter some at first live events and yeah. some some experience mm-hmm. and they have to feel safe to demonstrate their vulnerabilities in front of you so yeah i think l- the definition of love um encapsulates all these um sides of a person so yeah, to me as well. Love at first sight is not really realistic. Um, <laughs> have you had any personal experience that you met this guy and you saw something in him and felt like uh, it's a no-go, it's, an, it's a nope? It might be that when somebody acts so arrogantly, you know, even though like if people try to act overly confident, or you can at least sense whether that person genuinely 
we're being so cocky or um, it's an insecurity. So I think if, mm. if somebody's insecurity, I think with time, that person will start to let go a bit more of, you know, his guard. Mm. How much time do you need to kind of gauge that, whether it, it's a guard that he put on to impress you maybe? Um, I would, it- to be honest, it's really hard to generalize this. But mm. for example, if that person has demonstrated kindness, generosity, um, you know, some values that I personally hold, um, and then among those, one of them was a turnoff for me, then I might still give him another chance, you know, right. or give us another chance. Mm. Let us further dive into this question. Like uh, we talk about the list that you like and you don't like during the first encounter with this person. So what exactly are the qualities that you are looking into when you are judging whether this person has a potential to develop something further with you in the future? It's key to be able to physically feel quite attracted to that person not gonna lie mm-hmm. that's something kind of more on the service level but also whether that person's behavior would be able to demonstrate like kindness generosity but also I think you might not be able to see whether that person is an honest or a shady person but you would be able to ga- gauge like certain level of honesty I think um, even though you don't know because that would take time to prove being able to build a trustworthy relationship is very key to me if that person is just a very socially shy and awkward person, do you think you would be having a hard time in the dating world like that? I think shy, being shy is different to being shady. If he's like responding in a very awkward way and just couldn't look at you in the eye, it's just, I think... I then it might be incompatibility. Um, adding on to Mel's comment on this, uh, I think what I look for is whether that person is genuine. Um, it's pretty easy to grasp whether that person is trying to fake up an image or not. Even myself, like when I'm going to like a group setting and I know that I have to constantly meet people and do small talks, like I have this Vivian will just pop out and it's also genuine. It's not inaccurate, but it's not my whole self. So when I grasp onto these kind of signals, when I have like those first encounters, I kind kind of look for um, those mini micro facial expression, if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's like they're in between their thoughts or sentence when they're thinking. And then sometimes how they listen to you, whether they do like sweet gestures, like open the door for someone or hand a drink, like these kind of small signals. I think we pick these signs up very easily. Whether love at first sight is real or not, it's not really the question here. I think what really matters is everything that happens after your first meeting, how you build it, how both of you try to invest in this mutually and collectively share an experience and memories in life. And that is what we're looking for. We will dive into this even more in the upcoming episode where Vivian will talk about how do we establish healthy relationships with people. That's all for today's episode. Is love at first sight real? Join us again next time when we talk about the secret to building healthy relationships. Thank you for tuning in. And let's continue the conversation on Instagram at Unlabeling Effect. Please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and iTunes and give us a rating. Until then, dare to feel, dare to be real.